Uh, what is up, guys, and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm Ant. Anthony. Yes. Not James. Not James. Why Anthony and not James? Um, I believe James has a bad back for this episode. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, unfortunately he does. Uh, so, well, that's why I'm here anyway. So. Well, I mean, that's why you're here. I guess we can, you know, just re- you were coming here anyway. I was coming you know? here regardless. Yeah, I'm, I'm not being snidey and replacing James no. just because not I wanted just yet. To. We'll see how this episode goes and yeah, see if the fans prefer exactly. me or not. Sorry, well, James. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, if the listenership shoots up, James can go bye-bye. This is it. <laughs> How are you doing, Ant? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing it so people might think James is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, it's it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Um, and, I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about one of our favourite games. Yeah, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we've, we've, we've been having a lot of games recently. We have. Um, we've suspiciously been able to have a game night almost every week. Yes, is how I like it. Um, it's quite often it's spur of the moment, mm-hmm. but... We have been having those game nights. We've been playing some new games, which has been very, very good. Yes. Um, Get our little fix him. But before we talk about Unmatched later, would you like to talk about some of the games we have been playing? Oh, okay. Let's go for it. Um, what would you like to talk about first? Because we've had few game nights. We've done a fair few since the last couple of episodes. Um, uh, I'm kind of glad I've got you guys into challenges. Uh, yes, I've, you introduced us. I've gone yeah. with that first because... It's one game of the year, mm. and rightly so, because it is a great, great game. I was kind of worried because, again, you know, when games get too much hype over it, it's yeah. like, is it good enough or not? And I believe you guys had a great time with it and quite enjoyed it yourself. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of the games we played have had great hype, but mm. sticking with challenges, it, it was quite surprising to me because when it won a, won the awards, I'd not really heard much about no. it. Yeah, I was sort of interested to try it, but then realised you couldn't really get hold of it here. Mm. But then, obviously, you announced that you had a copy of it, yeah. and the stars aligned. We got a game game group to go, and you sort of said, "Oh, do you want to let's give it a go, try? Do you want to play this?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on then, let's give it a go." Mm. And it was surprisingly fun. Yeah, I'm glad I just, you- it was quite lightweight though. Yes, which surprised me quite a bit because mm. you know, considering the awards that it won. I felt very, very lightweight. It's quite simple for a, oh, this is a game of the year game. You you expect something a bit more detailed, a bit more depth sort exactly. of thing, don't you? But- yeah. I mean, the obvious thing is that things like Acropolis and that have won it previously. Mm. So clearly it doesn't have to be the heaviest weight no. of games. But yeah, I, I really did enjoy Challenges. It's another game I want to play again very soon, mm. I think. Hopefully we're four um, players this time, so we don't have to put an AI in it. Yes. Yeah. It, it I would say that that was the one thing I would say I, I really noticed about it was you've got that multiplayer count, you know, and it yeah. can go up to quite high mm. counts, which I yeah. think is really cool. But it, for me, if it's anything other than even numbers, mm. it's a shame because you have to put in that AI. And yeah. I don't like him putting AI and stuff mm. into the game. Just kind of makes me feel like, well, they didn't really think that through, did they? Yeah, I, I mean, I see how, where you put it, but... Again, it's a nice little backup as well in case, again, yeah. you arrange for yeah. four people and then they're like, oh, someone backs out last minute, yeah. <coughs> James. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, James. Um, but yeah, again, it's I can see where you're coming from because you're like, oh, well, now I have to go against this and you know, yeah. I'd rather be going against an actual person. But yeah, I'd totally see your point. I've, I thought one thing about the AI, though, was it really shocked me how well it scaled Mm. per round. Yes. Because, you know, I I was the first one to go against it and I beat it quite easily in round one. Yeah, first couple of rounds is always easy, isn't it? But then when I faced it again, I think it was round four, Mm. it was like, oh, hang on a minute, this is hard. Mm. He's actually putting up a challenge now. Yeah, the deck didn't change. It was exactly the same, Mm. but the, the difference was I think there were certain cards that got more powerful per round. It's equivalent to the round number, isn't it? So yeah. that card is like four this time, and yeah. then these guys up to seven rounds. So yeah, it's quite, it gets yeah. more tougher. But I, I like that though. Yes, I do. Yeah, It's not uh, going to be like, oh, I'm going against the AI. This is quite easy, remember? It did get to the point though where it was winning so many games. And, you know, getting it those might, it might actually like, we might We might actually lose to the AI. This here. is it, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... What was what sort of game would you say Challengers really falls under? Because to me, it's very deck builder. Because you are 100%. building a deck. Yeah, it's it's like the I I class it as a cross between a deck builder, possibly like a party game as well. If you think about it, depending on your audience as well. Yeah, um, it's definitely lightweight enough that you. Yeah, could I mean, introduce this I mean, party. my daughter loves this game. She's 
not even 10 years old yet. And, you know, again, it's, it's an easy game for kids to um, get into as well. Um, yeah. My wife is the sort of person that likes just typical, easy, ruled games to play. Yep. She really likes this. Again, it's as simple. It's literally just putting cards down who's got the highest number. Yeah. Simple as. Exactly. Very, very fun game to play. Mm. I think there's more to see, weirdly, because obviously the decks that you can get cards from, the quite substantial i don't yes, think yeah. we saw all the cards no no way uh, we didn't there was a deck you don't put in in the first time playing it either so yeah. when you go back you can throw that deck in and again totally yeah. totally different game at the end of the day yeah very much looking forward to trying that part of mm. the game out as well so we'll have to make sure we get another game of that yes, soon please hopefully with four players yes that would be really really good uh, another game we played recently, we brought out a bit of a classic, really, didn't we? We, we did. Because we got a game of Scythe. We did. I finally, Trip down memory lane. I finally gave in to James badgering me constantly <laughs> that he wanted to play Scythe. Mm. Mainly because I finally got my own copy of Scythe. Yeah. From, I was gifted it by one of our club members, which very, very grateful. Thank mm. you, Rob. Uh, since then, I've spent probably too much money upgrading the damn yeah. thing. Um, that organizer you got, oh, gorgeous, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. You haven't seen it in person, not yet. in person. I'll no, show you after we get off the recording. Um, but yeah, it, it was nice to see that again. Mm. Uh, even though the whole purpose of wanting James constantly wanted to play it was to break out my copy and break <laughs> we it ended in. Up doing my copy. and we ended up playing with your legendary box. <laughs> legendary box. But we still played, but we played, I don't think we did anything with add ons. I think you might have had an add on. I had clan. an add, yeah, I had an add on clan, but other but than that, apart from that, it was it was box standard, really, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember who won though. I think you did. I, I, I think it, your I James it did. It definitely close. wasn't me. Definitely wasn't me. No. Um, <laughs> you really struggled to get out of the gate on that game. I well, the thing was, was like, I got up high on the popularity part, but I forgot to do everything else. So <laughs> I was just like... You were popular, though. That's the That was popular. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's all right getting up there, but then you've got to do the rest, Ant. So. You, you were the dystopian influencer on YouTube. That's this is it. <laughs> I started to spread out. The next minute, James put his sick bloody star down. So I was like, oh, <laughs> don't have a chance now, really. But what a game, man. I mean, this is a game I don't think I've played for at least... I'm going to say just nearly two years probably. Mm, and yeah. I, it just reminds me how much I, I love this game. It's always going to be in my top 10, this game. Yeah. It's just, oh, I frigging love it so much. It's such a good game. I, and I'm the same. Like, I haven't played it for so long. Yeah, I always remember it. Always mm. know it. It's got great components. Um, lack of a box insert. <laughs> lack of a box insert. Stonemaier really let, let me yeah. down on that one. You know, after they gave us awesome stuff for like Wingspan and stuff mm. like that. And then we got... Lots of stuff and lots of air for it to fall about in. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. I've dealt mm. with that now with the most expensive box think <laughs> I've ever bought. But hey-ho. Um, yeah, great components. The, the boards are great. I love the expansions that you get. Mm. I don't think I'm personally going to expand mine quite to the extent. Yeah. Because I know you've got the legendary box. We can box. just bring it over, can't we? If we want to play the expanded stuff. stuff. That's what you're for. Mm. I keep getting badgered by multiple people that I've got to try the campaign. Yes. Even by people that know I can't stand com campaign games. So mm. is it worth doing the campaign, do you reckon? Comment below. Let us know, folks. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's a very good point. Always forget that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone ever comments on my podcast, but I always say, <laughs> comment below, let us know. I, we occasionally get comments on like the YouTube version of this. Right, okay. there's, there's no video, it's just the audio. Sure. You occasionally get that. But the problem is I always forget to check it. Yeah. And then like I see it like six weeks later. I'm and like, they're like, oh, you don't reply to your fans. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, so my, my bad. Hold my hands up at that. <laughs> all, fairness, all fairness, I need to look back and see if anyone has actually commented. <laughs> But, but no, yeah. Scythe, man, great game. And, and again, it was easy to remember everything, mm -hmm. even though you know you, know, you go back to rule games and uh, you're like, oh, do, uh, does this do this, do this, do that? I think we just nailed it straight away, really, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, I think definitely. the last thing we got confused on was the scoring, that was it. Yeah, and it was just clarification of how, how yeah. the end of game scoring exactly. worked and, and stuff like that. Um, quick little refresh of the, the rules in the rule book, mm. and boom, we were, we were off and running. So yeah, Scythe, really, really good. Still love it. Even now, we'll gladly play it if anyone ever asks me to. That is definitely, you know, considering how long it takes to set up and everything. If anyone says let's play, I'm I'm game yeah. regardless. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm the same as you. It's it's always going to be high up on that list mm. of games. I I think it's now now that it's in my collection. I think it's slotted its way into that. Back in, back it's into never the top going 10. to leave my collection. Nice. So you know, I, I say that 
knowing full well that there's been games I've said that before that are long gone. So, <laughs> Mind you, I've said that about stuff. From, I mean, I've done a whole episode about stuff that you won't sell. Half of it's gone. Yeah. So <laughs> we might need to redo that top five. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what Anthony will never sell and then sell, there's an episode there's for you an to episode there. <laughs> Great stuff. Absolutely love it. This is why I love having you on. So, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, that was Scythe. We also played. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave last night's game till last because I'm gonna really enjoy talking about the next one because I know James was really excited to talk about this. Okay, we got to play a new version of Crocodile. Oh yes, yes we did. Now James, I wonder where you was going for a second. I'm like, <laughs> you, oh yes, of course. Yeah, James loves this version. Yes, so I'm gonna have great pleasure talking about it mm. because then once I've talked about it, I've officially talked about it. A game that I've played recently, and therefore James doesn't get to talk yeah. about it. So Crocodile Imperium. Mm. And run us through very quickly what Crocodile Imperium is. Uh, Crocodile Imperium is basically a deck of cards that will give you three different types of stipulations to change your game of playing Crocodile. In the standard game of Crocodile, you are playing up to first person to 100 points, whereas in Crocodile Imperium, it's the first person to 10 points. But obviously, there are different ways to get an A point, I point playing winning the match for example having the highest whatever uh, regardless of the score is or by gaining uh, by um sorry uh, clocking your cards to say that you've done whatever it is on the card to say and get that point for it first to 10 wins nice nice it's a very good description there yeah it's um it's a lot easier because obviously I can't explain some of the cards. Not many people are familiar yeah. with Crocodile as yeah. it is, but um, for a game, I mean, when I told you Crocodile Appearance Company, you were like, what is that? And yeah. I, I was quite surprised that you didn't know anything about it. I, so am I. Uh, so yeah. again, I was very worried about introducing it to you guys. And now, like you said, I think it's now James's new favorite thing at the moment. Definitely. Um, 100%. Like you've come over twice in two weeks now and literally the board's been out. Yeah. That that amount of times already, considering how long we've not played Crocodile for, do you think about it? Yep. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a cracking game. Yeah. Again, so yeah, I, I mean, to, to talk about it a little bit, I do really enjoy it because I love Crocodile as it is. You know, mm. if you hear my thoughts on Crocodile. We did a whole episode on it. Go back yep. and listen to it. Mm-hmm. But Crocodile Imperium for me has really upped the game. Now, has it replaced my love of original Crocodile? No, it hasn't. <laughs> I'll happily just play box down a Crocodile. However. With the way the whole thing works, we've got those three decks of like altering rules or whatever. Mm. Like the yellow deck is is probably my favourite. Yeah, because that's a card that basically adds a stipulation for everyone. I I was about to say round. I prefer the yellow cards personally. Um, and it could be something like if you don't score a twenty, it gets taken off the board. Yes, yeah. You know, so you never have this issue of having to shoot at an opponent's disc. Yeah. You, you're just shooting for that 20. Mm. And I like that one because I'm quite, you know, I, I like, I like I'm quite re- good at getting yeah. the 20s. I like the the score reversed. So the, the 20 hole is a five. Yeah. And the, the 15 is now 10, whatnot. Yeah. I, like, I do like that. The scoring's reversed, but the rules stay the same. So you still have to, you still, if it's yeah. an empty table, you still have to shoot for the middle. Yeah, exactly. So even you have though to go for you want now, it's not a 20 anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and you're you like, actually yeah, want to points. be on the outside. That's brilliant. <laughs> it adds so much to the game. Yeah. Um, and the, I'll cover it. The reason James likes it is James, by his own admission is not great mm. a crocodile he really enjoys it but he's not the best yeah he found that this one really leveled the playing field for him okay whereas when it's all points based he, he was finding that he just could never mm. keep up yeah and you know perfect example would be like a game we played last night i think out of my 12 discs mm. i had 10 of them on the board at the end yeah you know, and, and that would have been almost my 100 points in one go. Yeah, regardless, yeah. Um, whereas James had two. <laughs> so it was, you know, if that had been normal Crocodile, yeah. he's he's been demolished. Mm. But because it wasn't normal Crocodile, the worst he got was uh, we lost a point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of the... Again, you don't have to concentrate as much with Crocodile Imperium, do you? Because you've got two other cards that can, that can win you the game regardless of not winning the match full yeah. stop. So I, I think that aspect of it is not as you know it's not the first 100 now it's literally first to a point yeah um so i don't think you need to concentrate as much as you do with it but for james who's not a fan of dexterity games Mm -hmm. to see him play this and really have a laugh of it yeah is saying something to but it's got to be so 
Um, but no, I'm very, very surprised that you guys liked it, and I really do appreciate that you still play it as well. Definitely, yeah. I can, I can see us doing an updated episode on it at some mm, point. Yeah, and just um, a deck of cards. That's all yeah, it is. That's all it is. All deck it of is. cards. Uh, really nice deck of cards. The, the yeah, cards very feel fancy, really good. It? As well. yeah. yeah, very, very fancy. Come in that nice little deck box as well. Yeah, a nice leather box. Yeah, very nice. So I you. did try sleeving them, by the way, but they don't fit in the box. Uh, <laughs> so they were annoying. Negatives. <laughs> yeah. Writing that down. That's the negative feedback right there. <laughs> How could they improve this? Make the damn box bigger. Make it sleeve friendly. <laughs> there you go. So that's Crocodile Imperium. We did. We did a small game as well. I don't know if you remember. Pray remind me. I probably it do. It was uh, the famous TikTok song, Dumb Ways to Die. Yes. The card game. I, do you know what? I was trying to remember what it was called. See, I knew we played four games that night, and I was trying to remember what it was. And then I looked at my small box, and I'm like, ah, oh, there it is right at the top. See, I, I remember enjoying it, and I remember it being fun, but I don't remember how the game played yeah. or anything yeah, like it's that. It's a very quick game, wasn't it? So. Um, but yeah, for, from, if my memory serves correctly, you you start with three cards in front of you, which are your, your health. lives. Yeah. Um, and you get a hand of cards. Some of them can be... Uh, reactive cards some yeah. of them can be uh, aggressive cards mm. and so I could play something like oh An- Anthony I'm targeting you mm. and, I'm, and I'm telling you to die mm. uh, and I need a certain card to either stop to block that it. or block yeah. it yeah basically and obviously if you if you can't block it you flip over That's life right, yep. if you lose all three lives you're eliminated from That's the it. Um, last person standing wins but, yeah pretty much and then you've obviously got the dice to start every turn to give you the amount of actions you have as well yes that, that was the other thing yep. yeah um, so yeah you Turn turn your turn sequence. You roll the dice. It tells you how many turn, how many actions you get. Yeah. Um. So it's a. I guess that's a modification on roll to move. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um. I seem to roll really well. I. I guess you three did. on almost every especially single the, one. Especially the card that says you need to roll one to survive, and yeah. you just kept doing it. <laughs> then me and James are literally down to one life. Yeah. That card. <laughs> See, I did like that. Mm. That whole thing of that like, when a certain. I think so. When a certain card comes up, you then have to start yeah. rolling. I was very surprised because we'd done one round and you were like, let's go again. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> so, again, glad it you enjoyed like that. Five as well. minutes. Yeah. It was like if five that, minutes. Really, if that really wasn't quick it. game. Yeah. I'd, I'd, again, I'd like to play it again. Yeah. Not a game I'm going to break out a lot. No, no, of course not. I'm not going to buy it. You want something quick for 10 minutes, done and done. Exactly. Lovely. Final game that I think we'll talk about before we move on. This is one I've been itching to play yeah. since. Probably before UK Games Expo, but especially since Games Expo, because I didn't buy it and I regretted it. Then I found out you bought it and I didn't regret it quite so mm. much. And now I think I regret it again. Oh, okay. Because we played Distilled. We did. How did you like it? Uh, it was my first time playing it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just playing it full stop as well. Yep. Um, uh, I'd be honest, I was a bit worried about trying to take in all the rules. I mean, the game has seven rounds. Uh, I mean, you guys, I think you, you guys pretty much cleared out by round three. It took me till round five to like really hang about. So this is how I distill. This is how I sell, yeah. such and such. So apart from that, I mean, it, I think it was really good, to be honest. Mm. There's a lot of asymmetric play yes. in the game, which I, yeah. which I definitely liked. Mm. Um, again, I found it quite good because you've got your sort of round um, summary card. Yeah. You know, and that broke That's down that everything you could do. Yeah. You know, so, okay, so first thing we do, okay, so anyone who's got this particular logo anywhere on the board, they resolve that first. Yeah. Then you do your buying phase, mm. which is your market phase. market phase. You've got cards that you can buy from, uh, which is your ingredients. Yeah, you've got and... an ingredients deck and you've got like the premium side of yep. the deck, haven't you? So. so for those who don't know what Distilled is and you can't figure it out from the title... You are basically alcoholics <laughs> trying to. <laughs> no, um, yeah, trying you're, to make trying to make a for more alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're running a brewery, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to create alcohol, mm-hmm. and you're doing it by buying ingredients, putting it into a deck, then shuffling the deck, and then having to remove two cards from the deck, one from the top, one from the bottom yeah, of the deck. That I love. I, I do love, love that. that part. And then. Obviously, turning over what you've got left, mm. and then figuring out from your purchased recipes what you can actually make. Yeah, and if you don't have stuff that you can make, you make the best drink in the world, which is obviously moonshine. Yes. So you're always going to make something. Yeah, regardless, you'll make something. Yeah, but you might not make something that's going to gain you a lot of points. No, exactly. Might not be what you plan mm. on making. So I really did enjoy that. Um, so yeah, your first phase is buying your ingredients. The second phase was distilling. distilling. Yep. So that's where you put all your cards together. Then it was the sell phase, selling phase, and I liked this part of it as well. Mm. 
um, because you could opt to sell what you made. That's right. Or you could put it into a storeroom, a storeroom, mm. and age it. Yes, which would make it better and, mm-hmm. and ultimately gain you more points. However, certain drinks you could, can't age, can't can you? Yeah, age. So that that sort of added mm. a nice little bit of complexity. And uh, then finally, it's such a gamble doing that though, because you're holding back what you could earn points wise. Yeah. And, yeah. So again. So I like again. That's another part of that game I really liked. Was yeah. do you take the gamble and you know age it for one round, two rounds, maybe exactly. even three rounds? And who I knows? Think all of us did actually just um, age something in in the game. Yeah, I only did it for one, but I, I think you and James done it for like two I, or three. I, I only did it for one. Did you? Uh, and James did it for one, but he did it basically the entire game, so he got a lot of aging. Oh yeah, I, so he aged it for a few. I rounds, only aged yeah. it for two turns. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's fair to say that my aging really benefited because I think I made something that had, oh, what was it? Was it marshmallow? Yes. Spicy yours, marshmallow spicy whiskey? Spicy marshmallow whiskey. No, it was something else was in that as well. Something sweet as well, but I can't remember. Yeah. I know James made like some bacon. But it was flavor. lovely, wasn't it? Was it, it bacon? No, that was James's. Bacon flavoured gin bag flavor or something. Yeah, he had. Yeah. Like, yeah, bacon flavored gin bag and socks. That's it. And then mine was the best of uh, skunk flavored gin <laughs> of all things. <laughs> so mine was. The- I should have gone another day of agents. See my- if I got a better one. Yeah, mine was the only one that actually sounded like. Oh my god! An actual flavor. No, was it like a vanilla or something? Van- yes, yeah, it was vanilla. Mar- definitely a marshmallow. Yes, and yeah. it was definitely spicy. That's it. Yeah, and it was definitely whiskey. Because me and James I looked at each other like, whiskey. I'd actually give that a go. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I'm not going to lie, biggest thing I took away from this playing this game was I must be an alcoholic because I just wanted I wanted a, mm. a nice tumbler of whiskey yeah. on, the, on the rocks while I was yeah, playing this done. game. Yeah, should have done. We have to do it next time, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, but you, uh, like the sixth or seventh round, mate, you were just a <laughs> mastermind of that game. You were like 100 points over by the end of the game. It was ridiculous. Oh, it was, uh, I... You got, you, you got so into it and you knew how to do it straight away. So you were like, right, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to plan this now and whatnot. And now, like you just said, you're thinking about your next game, how you're going to do it. So. All day today. All day. <laughs> I've been thinking about that game and I'm like, no, I really want to play it. I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. Mm. And I really, really did enjoy that. And that gives me the, the positive vibes that mm. I clearly enjoyed it. The fact that I'm constantly thinking yeah. about it. Hopefully we'll get an episode review on it then. Maybe. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's, gonna, it's obviously it's fairly... In depth game, so I think mm. a few more extra plays. Rather, yes. You know, normally we have our minimum of three. Yeah. I think this one needs just a little bit more. Well, we've got different um, different types of drinks on the, the checkboard thing as well. Yeah. So give those a different go as well. Um, see if it yeah, is any different. I think you're right. I, I did actually take that game like a fish to water, mm. really. After the first round, I was like, yeah, I know what I need to do. I, yeah. It was kind of like a mathematical equation mm. for me. It's like, right, it's this balancing act of. I need to make sure I've got enough ingredients in there uh, because the amount of sugar I put in affects the amount of alcohol that goes into it. Mm. And the alcohol gets me money. Yep. And also covers me if I take out the wrong ingredients. Exactly. You know, and it was just, I love that aspect. I needed to, it. to figure out that mathematical equation. As soon as I got it, mm. I was like, yep, yeah, that's it. That's the winning formula. That's what I'm going to do every turn. That's it. Because obviously you could only t- take certain ingredients once or twice. Mm. And it was like, I need to do the balancing act of, mm. I need to be able to do this every turn. How do I do that every turn? Yeah. I do like the idea that when you take stuff out, you don't lose it either. Yeah. It, it goes back in your pantry so you can use it for maybe the next round. Exactly. So you haven't yeah. actually lost it. It's just the ingredient that's come out. So yeah. again, great, great little mechanic. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think that's what kind of drew me to it when I saw the, the demo at um, Expo. Yes. Yeah. I'm very, very glad you bought it. And Yeah, I uh, am actually. To I'm, I'm now very close to... To, to buying it myself good um, do it but there you go distilled lots of games we've been playing recently that's five we've talked about well five there is games. one more you missed out but I won't I don't <gasps> know if you want me to mention it or not go for it hijacked you, you introduced me to hijacked we did yes me and James talked about it on the last time but uh, you were introduced to it I loved well. it mate and so I loved it so much I bought a copy of it have you I did I my did guys know. played it last week and loved it no way I Absolutely did loved not it. know you bought yeah, it I bought it in the end fantastic so, Really glad you enjoyed it. Really, really did enjoy it. Play it, guys, if you ever get a chance. <laughs> Episode of that coming very soon. Yeah. Very, very soon, in fact. But uh, that's the games we played this week. Shall we talk about probably the most played game the past year, I reckon? Most definitely. Let's so, do this. Let's do it. 
Okie dokie, guys. So this is the next in our little mini series, shall we say, on the unmatched game collection. Um, So they're all individual games, Mm -hmm. but they are also expansions for the main game system itself. And for this one, we are going for Cobble and Fog. Now, there's a couple of reasons we're going for this one. Mm -hmm. One, because it was one of the next releases after Volume Mm 1. But more importantly... This game, this particular set has been announced as going out of print. They're now not reprinting it. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is yeah. currently still available. So to get you, it while she can, folks. Yes. Um, and Unmatched has proven that when stuff goes out of print, the prices skyrocket. Yes. A la Deadpool, uh, Buffy, Buffy, and Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Crazy money on mm. those things. So if you like what you hear when we're talking about it today, now... Is the time to buy it. You can pick it up for around thirty-five to forty pounds. Mm-hmm. It's a four-character set, but that's covered in the contents. So, temporary James, what comes in the box? Well, Jason, what comes in the box? <laughs> Does that sound right? <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. What comes in the box is your four miniature heroes. You have one hundred and twenty action cards, five health dials, four character cards, four psychic tokens, and one double-sided battlefield board. Excellent. So pretty standard stuff. Roughly the same as what you get in most of the four player sets. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any comments you want to make about the quality or any, any of the components in particular? I mean, I have always said this from the start with Unmatched. Uh, the figurines for the price you pay are fantastic. Regardless yeah. if you paint them or not, they're already shaded at the end of the day. But I've always loved Unmatched's um, miniatures. Always yes. have. Um, again, because this was like 30, 25 to 30 when this first came out. Like Jason said, it's going to print, so it's a little bit higher. But for the price you pay, it's highest quality yeah. that you can. Yeah, um, yeah 100%. I'm, I'm right there with you. The miniatures are just as good as every other unmatched set that mm. I, I've got or, or have played with. And the detail on the Invisible Man himself is, oh, yeah. is come on, yeah. is really good. I mean... We, 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 they didn't cheap out here. They didn't just no. give you a base. Yeah, or just a guy in bandages. He literally is, yeah. there is nothing there. It's, it's, yeah. it's very good, very it's, clever. It's really, really cool. I love the way how they, obviously he's got no head, yeah. but they've made the cloak or the or the top. It's like a, so the top uh, collar top of the hat. Bit, but it the, the jacket, sorry, yeah. barely touches his hat. Yes. But it looks like the hat is, is so great. Off. Nice little detail. Yeah, so, so good. Um, Obviously, this is another one that we're we're here in the UK, so ours comes from Restoration Mondo. So we've got slightly different components when it comes to the sidekick tokens. We get oh. those nice curved edges uh, on okay. ours. Um, the Jurassic Park sets, for example, they're not made by Mondo, yeah. and they have the straighter edge because they come straight from Restoration. I really just noticed that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so other than that, there's no difference. We do, however, I want to talk about the board. Okay. Because in this set, we got some new stuff. We did. On the board. Uh, so we've got the board here on on, on the table. I, I'm trying to figure out... Th- I'm guessing this is meant to be Baker Street? Yeah, so we've got with the theme of like old London, old yep. uh, Baker Street, London on one side. Hint, uh, hint, during the one night, of the characters. During the night time, <laughs> obviously all the lights are shining on the, on the, the houses and everything. Uh, very effective for the theme, isn't it? Yes, definitely. 100%. Um, but the, the key thing that I take up from here is this is the first board that I remember seeing where you have overlapping pathways. Most definitely. Um, yep. So normally you, you would find all the circles would be connected in one way or another, mm. whereas on this one you've got two pathways that overlap, overlap. but you can't turn. I, I remember point. seeing it for the first time. I was like, am I adjacent to him or is he actually underneath me right now? Yeah. It's like, I can't really... Oh, yes, I can now, actually. <laughs> and on this one, it works really nicely because those overlapping ones are actually on the rooftops yes. of the buildings. That Again, the very street. themed for the, the, the characters in this. Uh, always like jumping on rooftops and stuff. So, yeah. Indeed. Nice little touch. So that that's obviously one side of the board. And mm-hmm. then the other side of the board introduces us to something else new, which is... Uh, this is sort of like a... Inside a mansion, Inside isn't a mansion. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that I think, whenever you see like mansions on TV or anything like that, mm. in spooky film or the haunted mansion yeah. films or whatever it be, mm. there's always a hidden passage. Always, yes. Always a hidden passage. And that's no different in so this, this one. <laughs> game. There are hidden passages within the, the mansion and the grounds of mm-hmm. the mansion, which is really cool. I love it. Yes. Because there's that point where you sort of, 
you're running away because you're dying or whatever. And, yeah. and then it's like, oh, oh, I need to get cards. Yeah. You know, oh, I need to get away really quickly, especially if you've got, if you're against the T Rex, because the T Rex cannot go through them because <laughs> it's too big. But yeah, I love it because I do. Yeah. It, it, it's just sort of like, oh, well, there's, there's what, four? Four on the board. Now, if I remember correctly, if you go through the one in the mansion, you have to come out of the one that's in the, in mansion, the mansion. Yes, yeah. You can't go through the one in the mansion, no. come out outside. No. So one for interior, one for exterior, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but how do you think that plays? You did you find that that changes the game quite a bit? Yeah, because uh, I'm sure we're going to go into it later on. There's, there's a certain character in this that does the same effect without using the um, the um, secret <sighs> passages. So. Yeah. It's a nice advantage for the other players as well. Yes. Um, so I like it for that reason. But again, like you said, it goes with the theme. I like the out, the exterior is a very spooky, like outside of the mansion fields as well and mm. trees, um, as well as the, uh, obviously you've got the gates there as well for the, the mansion itself. Indeed. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. It's a good, it's a good idea. But they've introduced it, haven't they? So yeah, and I, I like the fact that the, again, this showed the progression of the game. Mm. They added something new, yeah, rather than just oh, it's just four more characters. Is like no, we're 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 changing up mm. how the game plays by introducing new things on the board. And yes, later on, especially in the Marvel games. So I guess we can talk about that a little bit because okay. we won't be covering the Marvel mm. games in this series, but. Like the Marvel games add on things like tokens on the board that you right. can collect and, and use and, mm. and all that kind of stuff. So to me, it shows that they are still invested in the game system yeah, and trying to think of new ways to keep it fresh rather mm. than just pumping out new characters left, right and centre. Or, or the fact it's just not just basic boards all the time. Like exactly. The yeah. first volume literally has just the basic, the most basic ever, whereas everyone after that has something on it regardless. Exactly. It, it gives you a reason to want to change the board. Yeah. Other than, oh, well, we might as well just play on the first board because hmm. they all do the same thing. Exactly. It's just the zones are in a different place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the zones on this one, they're quite sizable. Uh, not like some of them where they've got really small zones. Yeah. I think there's one board that has like a two-space zone. It's it's crazy. Does it really? I don't remember that one. Um, can't remember which one it is, but I'm sure we'll come to it at some point. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the board. Anything else you want to talk about component-wise before we talk about the characters that come in this game? No, I mean, again, apart from the miniatures I mentioned, and of course the artwork on the back of the cards as always. Oh, so good. Goes with the characters as well. Yeah, artwork is always great in this game. So, gameplay. Well... Gameplay is exactly the same, exactly the same yeah. as normal on Mac, so we won't talk about that too much because we just rave about it too much. Is it? So let's talk about the characters. I will let you have first pick about which character you would like to oh, I knew talk about. Do first. that. Um, <laughs> well, I'll go with uh, the granddaddy himself, Mister Dracula, Mister Dracula, oh, Dracula. Mister Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes, um, Dracula. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much the. I mean, we can we can safely say now that this is kind of like a universal monster box set isn't it it is well yeah, so yeah. without going too far into like we don't have frankenstein or the mummy anything like that so so we've got dracula to represent the uh, monster side to it comes with his brides as well which is a, a nice little touch for that as well mm. um his uh special effect i quite like as well if there's anyone adjacent to him for the start of the match they take a damage uh straight away uh as well as if you do hit that person you will get a card as well yep. for free yep um which can or cannot help with this character because again if you run out of cards you've got to take damage yeah so uh you might not want to end up on it but then sometimes it might work to your advantage providing you might get specific cards i think you can transform into a wolf and stuff like that in this game and which is quite a deadly attack in that card set as well yeah um so yeah he's one of my favorites in this box it's not my favorite as much but he's one of my favorites in this i'd see i actually agree i i think dracula is a bit is probably the underrated character in the in the yeah. set um i've heard people speak ill of this uh, mm. of this deck saying it's really underpowered and, and stuff like that and i i i would agree to to a level yeah but i also think that if you play him right he could be deadly mm. you know like That's you definitely. said if, if you prey on his special abilities mm. you you know, he's got a good move. You know, he's standard move. He's 13. His health isn't great. It's only 13. I cast this guy as the King Arthur of this box set. Yeah. His attacks are, if you use them right. If, if you can get him there. Yeah. They're, I they're think harsh. one of them is literally a seven hit. So if you've got no one with defense on that and a seven hit, 
that's yeah almighty. something like that i mean i've definitely seen a six hit card in mm. here and i'm, I'm sure something there's, like, yeah, six there's ways seven. of boosting stuff to, say, to seven yeah. and which again king arthur can do in volume yeah, one so, so it's, it's it's actually ah, the, uh, the, that's the, the one the wolf one you've talked beast form so yes yeah, it's, it's base value is six yeah but then during the combat you may discard any number of cards from your hand and the value is plus one for every discarded card there we go so if you've got a hand a full hand you've discarded a lot it's 11 damage and again if no one puts down defense you can go well, hang about yeah. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 crazy powerful, but mm. it's it's one card. There's one card in the deck. Oh no, there's two of them. Sorry, two of those. And yeah, just he can't played at the right time. As dead. I say, it's it's going to be a luck of what you draw out as well, isn't it? Because that's yeah. the thing with this game. One time you can start with crappy cards and yep. then have your good cards at the end, and then vice versa. You can have your good cards at the start, isn't it? Yeah, that's what Agreed. I love about Unmatched. It's yes. always unpredictable. <laughs> uh, now, I would probably highlight something on uh, on this particular deck. Because um, I've always viewed this as quite a family-friendly game. But some of, <laughs> but the, artwork some of the artwork is a bit, yeah. For Dracula is a, is a little bit... But it's good. I'm glad, I'm glad they've not, like... Shied still away. Shied yeah. away, because then you're like... You'll you have guys that say, well, that's not really Dracula. Yeah. Like some of the, there's a, there's a few blood smears on here, whatnot, but I'm kind of glad, again, it's it's not like super graphic or anything, but it's, again, it goes with his character at the end of the day. Yeah. I was, this is actually one of my favorite pieces of art on the game. It's on the exploit card where he's got like the, um, his, oh, he's puppeteering. He's puppeteering. Yes, I yeah. love that. that it's like artwork. when you put them in a the trance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I described this to someone recently when we were, we were playing a game of this and I showed this card. I was like, this is one of my favorite pieces of art mm. because. For me, it kind of symbolizes just the general public. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and government. Mm -hmm. You know, how we're all puppets. Yeah, true. To, to a degree. Yeah. And, you know, it's very basic. It's just got a red background, you know, mm. a, a sort of um, gradient red background. But it's it's really symbolic. Yeah, again, it's the blacks, it's the reds, it's the greys. All goes with the character himself, isn't mm. it? So It's kind of like, it's noir, but without the black and white. Yes. That, that's the yeah. way I, I yeah. would describe the art. It's noir. Exactly, and that's how Dracula started out with the movies, wasn't it? All Indeed. in black and white, and yeah. it's evolved into the hammers where there's a little bit of blood and more into it. So again, it, they, they followed the art well. Yeah. But again, it's not too violent for kids. I mean, if kids don't know what Dracula is, then... You know, they shouldn't really be playing that, maybe. Well, know. yeah, I mean, it's but, not a great character if you don't know what exactly. who or what Dracula is. But, um, yeah, I think for for the game, I think he's he's pretty good. Hmm. But I would say he's not the hardest character to play, but I would say he's probably one of the hardest to master. Oh, no, there's someone else who's a lot harder in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, for, for for ease of playing it, I would yeah. say he's one of the hardest to, to learn how to how to win yes. with Dracula. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he yeah. is very difficult to win. Mm. Um, that being said, I th I th I'm sure I used him for one of my victories in the uh, the tournament at Games Expo. You beat me with Bloody Mary. It might have been Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's from Volume yeah. 2, yeah. yeah. But again, her artwork's very similar. Yes. So it's all the blacks, all the greys, all the reds again. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, very, very nice. That's Dracula. Your turn. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go to We've already we've already covered him a little bit. We know he's in the set. Let's talk about Invisible Man. Yes. This is my version of the hardest character to play in this. Really? Yeah. You think he's the hardest? I'm not good with him at all. No? No. There's a friend of mine who I who I did play with this uh, when I play this game at work because I take him to work a lot. Uh who it mastered this character. But for me, it's the confusion of the, the fog tokens on the description. Mm, yeah. It's like, so hang on, so I can put them here, I can put them there, so I can teleport here. Yeah. Then you get other cards that say you can lay out and move the fog token. And and if you don't keep an eye on it, you forget to do it. Yeah. So that's what my yeah. biggest keep, issue is with Invisible Man. Definitely keeping up with the fog fog tokens is, is vital with uh, Invisible Man because that's where his power is, is, is all in the fog. Yeah. It's kind of like his version of the Hidden Passage, yeah. isn't it? So with, with Invisible Man, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I played with Invisible Man, you move mm -hmm. and then you can place a... Fog token fog in your token zone somewhere, isn't in it? In your zone or, or where you land or, or something mm. along those yeah. lines. And then at any point you and you move, you can move to any fog token anywhere on the board. Something along those lines. Yeah, and, you can, and then you can boost it to add defense if he's standing on a fog token, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So again, it's like, I think he's got like three different abilities yeah. with, to do with the fog. And again, if you don't keep up with it yeah. or master it, then 
you'll forget that oh hang about I've taken this damage but I've actually got another two defense out of this yes. and whatnot so yeah, yeah. no it's uh, it's um again I would I would agree this is a very very good character in the game and and he's good at like if you um maneuver attack and maneuver again if you like if you can mm. somehow gain an extra action somehow yes then he can like simply punch walk away and not catch him at the other end of the board yeah that's uh, how a, annoying he can be <laughs> a lot of the uh a lot of the scheme cards in his deck are gain an action ah there you go Do this, See, there we go action. but one one of my favorites is um in fact no before i go on to that a lot of the cards as well the after effect will be do this much damage, but then your opponent gets to move a fog token. Ah, uh, yes. Or you get to move a fog That's token. It, yeah. So there, there are ways for characters to try and mitigate mm. rather than having basically standing on a fog token and being invincible. By by actually fighting him, you get that chance to move his fog tokens away. Mm. Uh, but yeah, what, one of my favourites cards in here actually takes him off the board. Which oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. And it's so, so cruel and yeah, horrible because moody. there's been a couple of times where I've been pinned down in a corner or, or, or what I thought would be pinned down in the corner. It's like, oh, bleh, boom, I'm gone. Mm. And I'm gone off the table till the till my next turn. So if you're, oh, yes. if you're yeah. playing a two-player game, my opponent's now got nothing. This is it. So, so what, you're, you're just going to have to collect cards. You're collecting cards. And especially if you know towards the end of the game they're running out of cards. Mm. Oh, Running out of cards, eh? Okay, I'm off the board. Yeah. You've got to draw two cards. That's it. Because there's nothing else you get. I mean, you could play a scheme card if you happen mm. to have one. Yeah. But you're more but than likely going to be exactly, drawing yeah, cards. It's just... So I, I love that about about him because mm. he's got quite a few of those yeah. in the deck. But that being said, his damage is... Mediocre. It's pretty mediocre. Mm. He's not a strong character. I think five, I think, is his highest attack. And if that, there's only one in there, I think. I, I believe there's one, possibly two. Yeah, two. Oh, two of those. Um, and that is his... Because that one's also a powerful one, because it also cancel, cancels all effects on other people's cards. Ah, uh, okay. So it's uh, it's like his own version of a, of a Fent card, which I don't think he has any of those in his deck. Uh, no, he doesn't. So he doesn't have the Fent cards, ah, which is okay. a pretty staple mm. of most decks. Um, but yeah, anything that stands out to you about Mr. Invisible Man? Pretty much like I said with the, just trying to remember all his rules, to be honest. Mm. Um, You've already mentioned him coming off the board. I couldn't believe I forgot about that as well. Because <laughs> someone actually won the game against me with that as well. Yeah. So I love that ability. Yes, yeah, a very, very annoying character, yeah. in my opinion, but... But not to some people. But not overpowered. No, I, I, he's well balanced. But apart from that one thing, he's a bit. Yeah, he's he's not one of the overpowered characters within the game. No, ever. I'll save that character for you, sir. Your yeah. favorite character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Invisible Man. I think he's good. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's as hard to win with as Dracula. Mm. But he's definitely not as easy to win with as. He's one so hard. He's he's hard to. Get close to let's put yeah, it that way because yeah. he can just run away basically yeah. and burn your cards. So yeah, exactly that he's a mitigation deck. Yes. I think yeah. with, without a doubt, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, he's he's not particularly hard to win with. But someone who's, I, I to be honest, I find quite easy to win with. Mm -hmm. Um, is the next character, which is Mr. Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, I, in my opinion, going back to Volume One, this is the Alice in Wonderland for Cobble yes. and Fog. Oh yes. Uh, obviously with his ability is to choose whether he's Dr. Jackal or Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. um, the only downside to leaving him as Hyde is that you will take a damage after your turn because you have to transform him back to um, Dr. Jackal. Yep. Uh, so, but he does have the highest health in the game. And I do believe there are cards in here where he can... I think he had the highest health at the time. I believe there's higher. Oh, the oh no, beg your pardon, no. The T-Rex is definitely higher, and I think Bale No, sorry, Wolf within the box, within the box, within the box. Within the box, yeah. uh, And then I've just realised he's got the same health as Sherlock Holmes, so don't listen to me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I would disagree with that, because one of the things with Jekyll and Hyde is there's no sidekick. No, there isn't, one. but um, his scheme cards, I believe you can place him in any zone, any space on the zone, so that's a good yeah. benefit for that character. He's got his kind of his own version of teleportation around. Yeah, I mean, Jack, I mean, Jack has got to have something in it as well. I mean, he can't yeah. just be, oh, I'm Mr. Hyde, I'm going to start 
punching everyone sort of thing. I I love the balancing factor actually with um with this character because if you are in the punching character, um, it's, it's Jackal that's uh, the harsh hitter, isn't he? Yes, Jackal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, Hyde, you, sorry, Mister Hyde. Oh, yeah, Mr. If, Hyde. You're, if you're Mister Hyde, you're, you're doing damage, but then if you move while Mister Hyde, you're taking damage for moving, which I do find interesting because it does make you have that sort of play factor of mm. I need to move as the Jackal, but then I have I really need to change hmm. to hide before i start attacking you have to time it well that's the thing you with do. this character there's timing um he's got so basically his attacks are five of mr hide mm -hmm. very much like uh invisible man yep but he does have a little stipulation for that so if you have any dr jackal cards you can add to the value if you discard them as well yes. so that is quite again if you time it with someone who's got no armor yeah or no defense Powerful. beg a pardon that is uh, nasty heavy hit and so, he's got about four of those in that deck compared to two um, Invisible Man's two yes. cards so yeah he's uh, very very powerful but like I said because you lack the psychic mm. you are the sole um, opponent so yeah. they will gun for you there's none of this I'm sticking my psychic in front of you to there's no jubble look try to and <laughs> take the damage or whatever mm. it's like no they're, they're coming for you yeah and you've got a 50-50 split of cards Oh, I see what we did there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I wasn't pla I wasn't planning on that one at all. Um, where yeah, you've got some for Mister Hyde, some for Mr. Uh, the Jackal, and obviously rules of the game. You can't play a Jackal card if you're currently Mister Hyde. Yes, exactly. And vice yeah. versa. Mm. So I think a lot. Well, I mean, I, I went back to playing our match recently, and I think people forget about that aspect of the cards. Mm. Is that they are any. Or named, aren't they? Yes. And a lot of people play this card and go, uh, hang on, yeah. that's not such and such's card. Yeah. So yeah. again, I, I like how certain cards are for certain people with this as well. Yeah. And it's how they add the theme into these decks as well. Yeah. Like, like I said, you, if you could just play these cards, no matter what form you take, why would you bother changing form? Mm. You know, I'll just stay as the Jackal, not get damaged when I move, and then play the Mr. Hyde cards. Mm and do and do harsh damage it's it doesn't work no. you you have to have that system in place and you have to stick to it because mm. otherwise the theme falls apart and it's good that you have to do it at the start of your turn to transform not just yeah. go oh maneuver transform attack yeah unless the card specifies it's, i think course, some cards yeah. think, tell you to yeah i think some card a lot of it is turn mr hyde back to jack to dr jackal yeah but never vice versa yeah um so yeah i i really like that character I, I have great fun with it. However, I'm going to say it now. While I find it quite easy to win with this character, I very rarely play it. Yeah, I mean, that's the same with Inv Invisible Man for me. Mm. He's the least I play in this box. Uh, yeah. But but then Dr. Jackal is my third yep. at least in this as well. Okay. Whereas I, I find quite a few people actually gravitate to uh, Jackal and Hyde mm. in this one, which, yeah. is, which is a nice refreshing thing because it's nice to see that certain people will go for certain characters and that's always really good mm. um one of my characters that i love to go for and this was before i found out how dirtily overpowered <laughs> this character is uh, i think it, you know it's it's one of the ones that sold this set to me it is mr sherlock holmes and his fateful sidekick mm. dr watson now before we go into this character yes um again going we're going back to the theme of this box yes do you feel like sherlock holmes is the odd one out yes who do you reckon <laughs> they could have replaced see this that? is the thing I, i'm really not sure but i get the feeling that a more myth because uh, you think like some mythological like, monster would have well sticking better. with like the whole london you said like baker street mm. theme to the, the other side deck i mean I, again you're going back to talking about how this is child-friendly game but yeah Someone like possibly like Jack the Ripper or something maybe yeah. could have done it. Or oh, I would have loved that. Yeah, have it just Jack seems weird that you've got Invisible Man, you've got Jack Shaw, you've got Dracula, all these like super type human yep. creatures, or whatever, and then and then Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. It just yeah. seems weird. Yeah, but hey, but <laughs> no, you go, you carry on. So sorry. And then they make him the most powerful. They make him the most game. powerful in the box. How weird is that? <laughs> so I carry mean, on, sir. Where, where do you start with Sherlock Holmes? First off, he is very powerful. Yes. I think Dirty. I, I want to talk about Dr. Watson first because he's the only ranged character yes. in this box. Absolutely, you're correct. Yes, I was about to say that as well. well so that is something that is definitely worth talking about because, again, sticking with the theme, it's the only one that made sense to be ranged because obviously Watson carries a gun. He carries a gun. 
Um, and he's dirty as well. Yeah. <laughs> because if uh, it's been a while since I, I read I th- the card. I, I personally think ranged psychics are dirty, not just what's yeah. for themselves, but the actual. Because a lot of the psychics in these unmatched games are just meleeed. Yes. And now you've actually yeah. got one. I oh, know, tell a lie. Merlin was one in Volume 1, Big mm. One. But yeah, these are, yeah, yeah. nasty little things. And. It, uh, I've got to remember the wording correctly on this because, again, it's been a while since I've read the card itself, but the special ability of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson is their personal cards, their named cards, cannot be cancelled be cancelled or blocked. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Yep. So all, all your Fent cards, useless. Mm. Absolutely useless. Um, going against the Invisible Man. That special ability that he has, yeah, no yeah, good. cancelled. Absolutely cancelled. Whereas, any again, going back to that, any cards, the any cards can be cancelled. So it's only named cards that can yes, be cancelled. Yes, it's the any cards that, yeah, can't yeah. be, yeah. So that... That can be, sorry. Be that in itself makes this character combination disgusting. Mm. Because, yeah, you, you need to be able to block mm. in this, you know, or... or I mean, you still get to block regardless, because obviously... But you can't do a bonus after your block or something, can you? You can't stop their special ability from going through. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I mean, I'm going to grab... Grab some cards out and sort of... Correct sort of me if I'm wrong, there's a, there's like a, a really good card in there, very themed to Sherlock himself, where you have to guess a number... It's the first card... Of the opponent. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, the there you go. So, yeah, this is one of the things. You wouldn't be able to cancel this. So it's during combat. If you predicted... Oh, no, Sorry. Read the first bit of the card first, Jason. <laughs> Play this card face up. Predict the printed attack value of the opponent card. During combat, if you predicted the correct value, cancel all effects on your opponent's card and ignore its attack value. <sighs> See what I'm saying? It's it's filth. You know, you... It's luck-based, of course, but a majority of attack cards are two or three. Yeah. Let's face it. But, unless you've got an OP card yeah, in there. Exactly. Or whatever. But I, I, how thematic is that? Yeah. That's Sherlock Holmes. That's a Holmes card. Absolutely. You know, that smart art, you know, let's, let's go Benedict Cumberpatch style. Yeah. Holmes here. It's like, you've got to be that really snidey, mm. like proper sarcastic Yes, you do that style. a lot when you play that card, Jason. Yes, yeah, so maybe. <laughs> just, uh, I think it's a... Uh, it's a three. Oh, it's of course three. it is. Oh, it's a three. <laughs> but yes, I, I love that. It's really thematic. Again, you're looking at, Fives being your top most powerful card. He's got some good schemes as well, I believe. He does. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- this one's a pretty standard one. Was uh, eliminate the impossible. Choose an opponent. Look at their hand and choose one card for them to, to get rid of. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, a Doctor Watson one. Place Doctor Watson in a space adjacent to Holmes. Holmes recovers one health, and you draw a card. Mm. Health recovery. It seems weird how you've got all these other great characters, but it seems like they put a lot of effort into Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it really I mean, seems like they did, didn't they? Invisible Man's got some good cards, don't get me wrong, but again, it's just... He's, he's an insane character. I mean, go, going on that same theme, you've got another scheme here, same principle. Choose an opponent and name a value. Your opponent must choose and discard one card matching the attack or defense value. Their hero takes damage equal to the boost value of that discard. You see what I'm saying? It's just oh my god, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, and there's so many scheme cards in this deck. But it, again, it's very yeah. He thematic. must he must have the most surely. He's got to have one yeah. of the most sure. Yeah, I, I'm certainly does. And weirdly, uh, the the one criticism I think I have with the Sherlock Holmes is he's got the same health as Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. Which, as we said, is the most. It seems weird, surely, because he's human compared to the rest of these. He yeah. would have possibly the least of this. Yeah, maybe his his superpower is his brain, nothing yeah. else. But he's the same, you know, same health as Jack and Hyde, and he has an eight health sidekick. Sidekick, yeah, which has range, which has yeah, and the fact that you know Dracula is thirteen, and all his mistresses are one. One, yeah, it, it, it the, the undead Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, the Invisible Man, who's I mean, literally I'd, invisible. Surely it'd make more sense to swap Dracula and Sherlock's, yeah. like, Sherlock gets a 13, yeah. and maybe, you know, Dracula is a 16, Yeah, maybe. you sort of compare it to some of the other human mm. characters within the game. You know, Dr. Sattler, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe Robert Muldoon is 13. 13 yeah, 13, 14, yeah. You know, the, the theme here is humans should be 13, uh, I guess, extraordinary humans, slightly more. Yeah. Big-ass T-Rex, 20-odd. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it, there's usually a lot of sense to it, whereas mm. I always found with Sherlock Holmes, there's 
maybe a, an element of balance issue. Yeah. Here. Would that be something that you you would agree with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, this is one of my favourite boxes from the Unmatched series, but then when someone whips out Sherlock before me, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I think I've lost already, but I still play regardless. But yeah. it's kind of weird how you have that little feeling with that character. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't, because... But then again, it's not as... I don't think he's as balanced as the other three characters. No. I, I would agree with you. Is that it's, it's almost as if more work went into making his deck more thematic. Mm. But the side effect of that is it's made him too powerful compared to the others. And I, I'm much the same as you. I find a lot of people will go to Sherlock Holmes first because it's probably the most well-known. Yeah. Um, and you just automatically sit there going, oh. Yeah, I try not to pick him because, again, I don't want to be like, I want, I want the game to last. I want yeah. to be over nice and quickly. One. I, my go-to usually is Dracula with this box. Yeah. But um, I still won't not... not play Sherlock I just think you know it's just that oh okay here we go sort of attitude to it I, I do definitely find myself trying to avoid the more powerful characters that I know mm. are more powerful but again that could be because I'm teaching the game a lot of the time yeah so maybe I don't yeah like you said I don't want to completely obliterate someone and yeah. make them have a bad time but by the same token I don't want to be obliterated without <laughs> you know having the chance to be actually defensive no, I don't want to lose I don't want to lose you <laughs> I'm going to teach you but I don't want you to lose <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Sher Sherlock Holmes I, th I think is easily the most powerful in this box I don't think just the box possibly in the unmatched universe he's personally definitely well, he's definitely up there come on he's definitely if up his there. health was a little bit lower I'd say alright there's a slim chance maybe but yeah. yeah he's definitely one of the most powerful characters in, I've, in unmatched I've got to admit I'm really looking forward to the very last episode in this series where we break down all of our characters and what ones we think are ah, one okay. the most powerful and two our favourites nice because I know especially for me characters that I feel are the most powerful are not my most favourites mm. to play. Yeah. So that, I think, will be an interesting uh, comparison when we do that. But I, I think Sherlock Holmes is going to be in the top five. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, of the most powerful top, characters. Possibly top three, regardless. I, I think I would agree, Yeah, to be honest. But uh, you know, no influences on anyone. Wait for the episode, folks. Wait for that episode. It's months away. But yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> People it, know it's coming. It will happen. We've got months to prep. But yeah, so characters for this set. Dracula. Yay. Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> Invisible Man, and Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. Do you like this box, Ant? I do. Yeah? I do. This one... I think this was actually my second box that I bought, so... Do you know what? It was for me as well. Yeah. It genuinely was for me. Um, I actually bought this one on... I think it was the same day they announced that it was going out of production. Oh, okay. Um, you got lucky then. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I sort of was umming and ahhing. I was getting ready to buy volume two. Hmm. And obviously they announced this one, and I think it was Little Red, yeah, um, that was announced yeah. that they were coming out of production. So it kind of sped up my plans. I was like, well, I kind of need to get this now before they sell before out. Before they go, yeah. Luckily, I think they had a decent amount of back stock hmm. that they've got to sift through. So it is still in stock many, many places, but a few places have inflated their prices slightly. If it's going out, then yeah, um, knowing full well that they're not going to get it back. Um, but for you. At the 35 to 40 pound mark, maximum, I'd say about 45 pounds. Do you think this set has value? Is it one of the better ones to go for? I mean, or would it, you go for something else first? If you can go for the, th you know, between 30, 40 range, I'd say it's worth it. I wouldn't go more than 40 over it personally. Um, again, if, if it's one to go for, it depends on the theme mm. for your liking, to be honest. Uh, again, this is probably the most. Um, we'll, we'll go with the horror genre let's say yeah, dark dark apart from Buffy maybe that that is part of the unmatched universe mm. again if it's your theme I highly recommend it yep um, provided you can learn Mr. Invisible's um, <laughs> abilities <laughs> yeah um, 100% uh, but yeah try not to pay more than 40 for it if you can yeah I think at the moment like I said it's still fairly common out mm. there so I, I think you can still pick this up for a good price £35 yeah. pounds. Um, certain places again if you buy multiple things that you get even more discounts so that would make it even better mm. um i think component wise it's equal to every other unmatched set i think this one has a slight slightly bigger learning curve compared to volume one. Oh, definitely yeah um just purely because the abilities are different yeah uh, there's a lot more to it as you said with invisible man there's 
different stages of how his yeah. abilities work. Mm. Jekyll and Hyde, it's the first one where you've got to you've got to think ahead. Is that like, well, what do I want to do for mm. this turn? Do I need to be Mr. Hyde? Do I need to be Jekyll? But can you see the connection between this and volume one? How some of the characters, like I said, are very much like the characters from volume one. I, like I can definitely see that. Like you can sort of go, yeah, this is this is definitely like King Alice, Arthur. do I go big or small yeah. at the start and whatnot? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, it's not like, it's not like a carbon copy of course we yeah. don't want to you know nothing nothing is part of that yeah. box but you can see the references to the other characters yeah. from body at, one at least this. with i would say alice has that sort of I'd, I'd actually say alice is more powerful than jekyll and hyde but at least with alice is like you you have that decision to make do you want to be big or small yeah but it doesn't affect what cards you can use yeah whereas with jekyll and hyde it does mm. you you've you've re- you know if you go, oh, I'm going to be Jekyll, and then look at your hand and go, oh, hang on a minute, I've got all Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You're, you're stuck. Then you're stuck, yeah. You've you can't use a card on it, can you? Yeah. yeah. So I think there's, there's a lot more planning yes. when, it, when it comes to Jekyll and mm. Hyde. But as we will reveal in later sets, I think there's more that are even more complex. Oh, absolutely. Than yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. I like this one because it, it did add something new. I like the fact they updated the board. I like yes. the fact that the characters are a bit more in-depth. Mm it sort of gave me a good reason to buy this set. It's probably not my most played set, Yep, but I've definitely played this one quite a lot. Mm. Um, I think it has value. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, I can't do a collection status here. I've got, I've got all the, all the sets no. now so, and that's not going to change. Mm. <laughs> so, but again, the beauty of this game is that it doesn't need to be part of this box set. Take, yep. take a character out and put it in a different box set and play yep. with that. Exactly. Exactly. God, I love Unmatched. Do you think, <laughs> as one one closing thing I would ask you about this one, if you were sitting down to play a game of Unmatched, mm-hmm. could you play with nothing but this box? So if someone wanted to buy one single box of Unmatched, is this one that you would say is worth it? Mm, that is a toughie. Mm, yeah, mm. spanner in the works. That definitely is a spanner in the works. What would you say to it? I'll be honest, I don't think I'd... I don't think I would. No? No. If it's the only one, I think there are... Is that because it's gone up in value, though, Jason? <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, there's that. That's a selling point. Yeah, like, true. Well, you could get it, and if you don't like it, hold on to it for about a year and then flog it. I mean, personally, but, I wouldn't sell mine, again, because I'm a major fan of the theme. Yes. So... I think, um, it's, I think again, this comes down to a personal thing. If you love these characters, then yeah, of course, this is going to be the set for mm. you. But if but, it's but, the but, only set you want, mm. I think there's better set. I probably, while some of the characters are a bit weak, I'd probably take volume one over this one. Yes, yeah, definitely. But that's because I, I really enjoy Alice. Mm. I love playing Sinbad because mm. it's a challenge. Mm. Um, I mean, if you want to lose, you play King Arthur. But, <laughs> but well, I don't know. King, I quite like King Arthur personally. But oh, it's um, good fun, definitely. But it is you need to do hard. Sinbad versus Sherlock Holmes. That's that. There's a match yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're fans of one match, you understand why I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. If you're not, well, go and find out. Exactly. Yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> but yes, there you go. Um, so go on. What, what, what's your What's your thoughts? Would you say this is? Yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying about it's probably my least played box out of our match as well but again i need people that are familiar with the theme or the characters or someone that doesn't want sherlock holmes in their box um i really like this at the end of the day um i i i could not not have it in my collection because again i'm a fan of the theme growing up watching my you know uh, monster universes and stuff like that uh the weird part of sherlock holmes being in the box hasn't affected me as much i i love the character it's just he's an odd character for that box but still somehow goes with the theme. If you look at the board, what I'm looking at here right now, you'll understand why I've said that. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. Very good thoughts. So, any closing comments? Or should we say goodbye? Play unmatched, everyone. (laughs) Just play unmatched. It's an amazing game. (laughs) That's going to be the theme at the end of every one of our unmatched episodes. Just play it. Just play it. buy it all. Exactly. Get the lot. Apart from the Marvel stuff, go get the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you love Marvel. Yeah. No one be needing Marvel in their damn games. There you go. Right, so that is Unmatched Cobble and Fog. I want to thank you, Anthony, for, for joining me today. Thank you for having me on, and sir. thank you very much for stepping in. Uh, 
last minute to fill the boots of James, even though you were going to be here anyway. I'm glad I got his blessing before I did it. That was my main worry, (laughs) that you put it on air one day and he's like, why the hell is this man here? (laughs) (laughs) See, he's he's probably going to come back next week because what I've done is I've lied to you and said, oh, yeah, yeah, he gave his blessing, yeah. And he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he doesn't know. Hopefully he'll be back uh, next week. So. <laughs> he, but if you like should. me as this, as Jason says, folks, please comment below. Let us know. <clears throat> Hashtag replacement. <laughs> <laughs> or addition. Or addition. Or addition. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? You never know. Uh, but yeah, it's always a pleasure having you here. Good, sir. Thank you, sir. You obviously have a podcast of your own. Would you like to plug that just a tiny little bit Ooh, now? Oh, it's very kind your, of you, sir. Your professional voice. <laughs> Shall I do the radio voice? Yeah, the radio voice. The radio voice. Well, hi, guys. My name's Anthony, or as well as my friends know me as the Ant-Man, and I host a podcast called the MTVB Podcast. It's the podcast where I talk about my four favorite subjects as movies, TV shows, video games, and of course, board games. Uh, every week is a different episode based on a top five subject. It could be about one of those four topics. We are currently running season seven at the moment at the time of recording this episode, nearly on that way to the hundredth episode as well. So please, if you like any of those topics, give us a listen. We're everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there. You'll enjoy it when you get to hundred, mate. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I think I've got to stop at 100. I'll be honest with you, mate. So. <laughs> I can't even remember what it's like. Only doing 100. You guys must be nearly 200 by now, surely. Uh, I believe this is something like 157. Oh, okay. Uh, nearly there? Yeah. Something like that. Nice. <laughs> it's too long. Yeah, too long. You've done a lot better than me, mate. <laughs> I wish I could do my podcast weekly, honestly. Oh, no. It's, it's not that easy. I can tell you that. But uh, yeah, thank you again for joining us. Um, I had to get you in. Talking no, about unmatched. I, I, really I want to be on every unmatched episode, personally. I, I genuinely, I want to try and get you on. <laughs> yeah. Because you are the man that got me into this game, and yeah. therefore I got James into it. And damn it, I finally got James to buy an unmatched set. You did. And then it ended up in my box, which is win, win, win. Win, win, win for everyone here. <laughs> but yeah, really, really good game. Really, really enjoy it. This is why we don't talk about the game, because we will always wax a little exactly. about it. But it's nice to talk about the characters, because mm. sometimes you do just need to break down and talk about those characters. And this is, I think we've now done 10. 10 in total, because we did volume one, which is obviously four. We've done this one now, and originally me and James did the... You did the Dr. Sattler and T-Rex, yes. So we're we're currently on 10, I think. Still a few more box sets to go, sir. 14 more to go? 14 characters more, I think. Not including Marvel. I've I've lost track. Yeah, (laughs) no Marvel uh, and no Buffy. Because my bank ain't paying No that. chance. £100 for one figure? No <laughs> chance. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let's let's go. We've been nattering for over an hour. So, uh, yeah. Say goodbye. Excellent. Thank you for joining me, Ant. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on. And uh, we will have you on again very, very soon. Until next week, I have been Jason. I have been Ant-Man. And you have been listening to the Meeple Monday Podcast. Join us next week for more tabletop gaming goodness. Ta-ta and goodbye. Goodbye.